I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of What's New Barkeep. I'm Dane. I'm Luke. And it's hot. It's, yeah, it's warm in this apartment. It is warm in here. And we thought the tropical freeze last week was a bit warm. Well, we underestimated. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think the tropics found us. Right. We got a new segment here on What's New Barkeep. Oh, boy. But before we get to that... We need to get our first drink. Yep, we need to get our first drink. Our first drink for today is called a peppermint teeny. To make a peppermint teeny, you need semi-sweet chocolate chips, melted, crushed candy canes, white chocolate liqueur, vodka, peppermint schnapps, heavy cream, ice, and three small candy canes. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm. someone's going to like this for sure, and it's not going to be me. Yeah, I definitely have a feeling I'm going to love this. Yep. Three, three, two, two one. one. Mm-mm. Mm. Oh, that's got an alcohol bite. <laughs> oh, yeah. At first, it has a really strong after alcohol bite, and then you get that peppermint aftertaste. Ugh, it's not for me. I like it. That's good for you. <laughs> I like it. I don't think I would constantly order this. Well, I'm going to say this right now. It asks for your semi-sweet chocolate chips melt, you know, melted to actually use it as a rimming situation. It's not worth the effort. It's not because, I'm not saying that because I don't like the drink. The fact of the matter is you can just use chocolate syrup or something to help rim. You don't need to actually go out your way and melt chocolate. No. Because we have so much chocolate left over now, it's a waste. Yeah, no, get chocolate syrup. Mm-hmm. That would just be so much easier. Yeah, like this, again, if you like mint and you don't mind a taste of a burn of alcohol, have at it, but this wasn't for me. But anyway, back to the new segment. We have don't have a name for the segment. But I am uh, being being influenced, in quotes, a.k.a. stealing, an idea <laughs> from one of our fellow people on the That's Not Canon Network. I am stealing this idea from the Cartoon Time Machine. Check them out. Basically, we are doing a tournament-style bracket of who would win. This is not scientifically anything. This is us discussing amongst ourselves who do we think would win. And we're both going to try to be as objective as possible. So here's the other question we need to look at, Dane. Do we want to have a loser have a penalty shot on this or not? I don't know about that. Because, I mean, I guess in the way, in order to explain why that would even be a question, both of us have picked six characters. Yep. And both and all six of those characters that we chose came from a very certain thing. I went with comic books. I went with manga. We figure it would be a bit of a fair trade-off because, let's be honest here, both are kind of overpowered in their own ways. So we had to put a few rules and limitations. Obviously, no god mode characters, i.e. no Superman, no 
Naruto, no Goku. Yeah, basically anybody who was at the level of quote-unquote Planet Buster, we said no. We are also not going death battle rules either. We're not going super in-depth. We're just going with our own personal knowledge. Yep, so one of the requirements for this was we had to know the character. At least somewhat. Obviously, we don't need the ins and outs, but... Yeah, so we might be wrong on a couple of things, but... I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal, because, again, it's just two nerds fighting about who would win. (laughs) And in all honesty, it's not even really fighting. It's more of pleasantly disagreeing. Until the voices get raised. But (laughs) hopefully it doesn't get to that. You'll know, because (laughs) our voices will suddenly start going up, 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 quiet. (laughs) Alright, so, should we get to our first match? Yeah, let's do it. Well, here's two of mine. And this one is just a... Honestly, this one I feel would have been a better semi-finalist competition than where it currently sits. Clayface and Wolverine. Ooh. Like I said, that would be a very, very good semi-finalist match. That would be. Because here's... We got a problem right off the get-go. Wolverine can't die. And Clayface can't get hurt by Wolverine. (laughs) So it's more of a question of... Could... Could Clayface wear down Wolverine over time? Or vice versa. Okay, we're also be, we should also clarify, we're not doing a, oh, they're in a giant field or whatever. No, we're basically saying, picture like MMM's, MMA-style ring. They're trapped in it. They know what they're doing, but they had no time to prep. Yeah, so basically it's complete standard loadout for these characters. Yep. So we have two ways we need to look at this. The question is, do we allow knockout? Or is it to the fight to the death? Because if it's knockout, I think... That, I think there's a winner here if yeah, that'd be, it's by would, knockout. That would be Clayface, because all he had to do was just go into Wolverine's lungs then. Yep. And as soon as Wolverine went down, come out, Wolverine yeah. will get back up eventually. Yeah. So if we go in by... If we allow knockout, then it's hands down Clayface. So I guess because it's tournament rules, we can't go by knockout. But the other question is, would that be fair to Wolverine? Because, well... Yeah, because he really didn't have a chance against Clayface. And it's... And not unless, you know, unless we're going to go, like, X-mode sort of thing. I don't think we're going with a fight to the death rule here, because realistically, both would kill, but I don't think they would kill for this if they could avoid it. Not that I think they would be able to do either way. So, I think we should just go with knockout rules. Yeah, knockout's going to be better. I think it fits a lot of the characters better. At least those who aren't villains... Yep, so um, Clayface moves on. Alright, and who's our next round? Next one. This one I feel like is going to be an unfair balance as well. Well, not as well. This is our first unfair unfair balance. Nightwing versus Kurumito Kaisaki? Oh, Kurumitokaisaki. A character from Data Live. From what Dane told me about this character, there is really objectively no way for Nightwing to win this. Yup, she can bend time to her will. I mean, unless the only advantage Nightwing has is literally surprise. And he if he just manages to chuck something and just beans her, that's the only option he has. And she can pull other versions of herself from different times who already know what's going to happen. So yeah, it's... So yeah, Nightwing loses the element of surprise in that aspect. On top of the fact that depending on where she points at her quote-unquote aspect clock... It can do different effects for her gun. Nightwing is gone. I lost a third of my characters already. (laughs) All right. Well, that was a quick round. This is going to be another one. Oh, boy. Who we got? The Thing versus Spike. Oh, no. (laughs) 
Poor so, Spike. Even with a gun, Spike is screwed. Yeah. So I think we should explain. If you don't know where who Spike is from, yeah, they're like, from mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop. And for all intents and purposes, he's human. He's a human. I mean, so is the thing technically, but his skin's made of rock. So even if he uses his gun, it's just gonna ting. <laughs> so I mean, Spike could theoretically try to wear down you know wear down the thing i mean but he's not gonna win he's too you he's a bounty hunter he's too use and plus even in canon if i remember correctly the thing is actually like he's not quite up to captain america levels of fighting but he is like a professional boxer yeah no it's like spike may be the whole thing of like be loosey-goosey and mm-hmm. boop use someone's own strength against them. But when you got someone like the thing coming towards you, who has like, has many, 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 many years of experience fighting someone like Reed Richards. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way Spike can win this. No, Spike, Spike is definitely going to lose that. All right. So that was real quick. The thing is moving on. Well, please don't tell me we got all quick matches for the record. We're using RNG to kind of decide these. Yeah. You got lucky. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like, most certainly did because I have almost uh, every buy every buy round was your characters. Woo! This one we're gonna have to have a discussion about. Oh, okay. So an actual Squirrel Girl versus Raven. Ooh. Now we have to have a discussion on this one because technically speaking, Squirrel Girl is it has beat characters like Thanos. He has beat. She has beaten, if I remember correctly, Ultron, Doctor Doom. I guess the big question is, did she prepare for those villains, or did she just do it by the grit of her teeth? Um, she had help from squirrels. She had help from squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she beat Doctor Doom with squirrels. She, I'm trying to remember what his name was. A uh, big dude, and oh, Gal- she beat Galactus with friendship. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Legitimately, this would be one of those situations where I think Raven wouldn't necessarily give up, but I think she'd be like, you know what? It's not worth it. It's I, I don't want to fight you. You're too good of a person. I, it's And plus, Squirrel Girl is very much like another character in the Marvel Universe. Deadpool. Oh, yeah. As in meta. Meta is all hell. Hold on, my common sense is tingling. We have to look at that perspective as well. Yeah, so she's kind of a fourth wall breaking character. Probably who knows who this character is to begin with because she's meant to be a very big nerd. Oh boy, so she's like us. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things, I feel like Squirrel Girl should move on from this, personally. I mean, I really like Raven as well, but I know the reputation of Squirrel Girl. Well, it's like, it's, even if it was like a fight on, if a fight thing, it wouldn't even be like, I'm gonna, you know... I mean, it. I guess it all depends on the access of like, does she have Squirrel access in the ring? Yep. Yeah. Because that's the power of Squirrel Girl, because of meta powers she actually can get. Squirrels almost anywhere. Uh, yeah, I don't think Raven stands a chance in that fight. As much as it pains me to say I that. Mean, it's I know it's also the problem is writer, it's basically if you can control the writer, control the narrative, you technically can control the fight. So with that, I think it's a simple squirrel girls moving on. Alright, who's our next round? So here's another one we're gonna have a bit of a discussion on. Okay. Clayface versus All Might. Oh, okay, so that is a very good question, because I guess it depends on what version of Clayface you're going for, that there's a human inside of him? Uh, Clayface never had a human inside of him. Well, I mean, there are certain iterations of him that do. 
I'm going with the comic where he's basically just a giant blob that can basically exist, exist, can change mass, can change. Here's the other thing we got to look at as well. We're treating this like an MMA match kind of thing. There's going to be fans around, so All Might can't go all out. Yeah, All Might can't go 100%, but he has shown before that he can control his strikes very well. But that's the other thing, too. is like, Clayface is made out of clay. So if you look at the density of clay, it's just... So unless he literally manages to push Clayface out of the ring... I think he'd pull a Deku situation in that, in which he'd probably use the air pressure from his strikes to mm -hmm. try and send him flying, and or pieces of him at least flying. And that's the other thing we got to ask a question of: is if the rules, if are we first of all, are we allowing knockout of the ring as a losing? Uh, knockout. Oh, I, I mean, escape. If there was knockout ring. I mean, they'd try to escape anyways, but I mean, I think we're getting too fucking technical in that sense. I mean, if, it's like an, if we allow out of bounds as a losing situation, which I believe is fair. Tournament situation. The, here's the other thing. Does it have to be all? Or it has to just get leave the ring? Or just, or just uh, as long as one piece is still in the ring, does it still count? Okay, so are we going with Dragon Ball Z rules, or are we going with My Hero Academia rules? As long as there's some part of your body still in the thing, does it still count that you're still in the ring? Or if any part of you is out, you're out. I, hmm, I think it might come to the fact of if any part of them touches the outside of the ring, that's instant KO, because I think that's how Dragon Ball did it. Well, the other thing you, you also have to look at is the fact that if he's shooting straight up, he's mad out clay, so he's just going to come straight back down. Yeah. <laughs> so literally, he would have to spread it to the fans and being a hero he's not gonna do that yeah so it's either gonna be wearing him down or clayface trying to appeal to his better side which clayface was an actor yeah He's which he could very easily do so it's just a matter of could all might find a way to get him out of the ring with be uh, with before he clayface can appeal to his better nature to his better nature because the other thing we also are forgetting what version of all might are we using I would say, in this case, we're going to be using Prime All Might. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best way of doing this. I don't know how we're going to... Because the problem is, Clavis has a lot of ways of staying in the ring and basically not necessarily wearing down All Might, but at least making sure he can't lose. Yeah, he's very good at making him lose, and All Might has a very clear limit. Actually, hold on. I think I found a way to, for All Might to win this. Moving so fast that the air pressure freezes Clayface. Freezes him in place. So kind of like a reverse tornado situation where he just yep. sucks the heat out of the area. Yeah. Because if you... Basically, if you, it's basically the equivalent of blowing out a candle with air pressure. It's, it'll get so cold that... Well, that's not even a situation of robbing a candle of heat. It's robbing it of oxygen. Either way, Clayface also needs to breathe. That's true. So it would just be a matter of... Punching the air hard enough mm -hmm. to rob it of oxygen and hardening the clay. Yep. I think, I, as much as I hate to say it, I think All Might has to move on from this. Because I like, I like Clayface. Clayface has a lot of defenses against him, but he, from a fist-to-fist -fist situation, there is no way that Clayface can keep up with this. No, especially with the fact that All Might, especially any swing from All Might creates shockwaves, mm -hmm. especially in his prime. Yep. I mean, even if 
Clayface tried for the trick he'd tried with Wolverine. I mean, all it would take is just a simple, no, boom! Or him just basically, depending on how much control he had in his lungs, just... Yeah, I guess that's a question for the writers of My Hero Academia. How much control of All Might's lungs did All Might have? Yeah. Again, I think this one has to go to All Might. All right. All Might is moving on. Man, my character is dropping like flies. Well, it seems to me we're like we're in round two, so who's next? This one's going to be another one we're going to have a discuss, and they're both your characters. Oh, boy. It's the Time Chick versus Alucard. Ooh. Because technically speaking, he has so many lives that he could steal from. Could he wear her down enough that she couldn't keep up? Uh, that is a very good question, actually. As far as I know, in the... In the world of Data Live, mm-hmm. there are as many universes out there as Stephen Hawking theorized, infinite amounts. So literally, it just came, it would just come down to one of them figuring out how to kill him. But I mean, in the same vein, could they do it? We have no real good way of answering this question. Because when you bring time into anything, it makes everything kind of. It makes things a little weird. I mean, in a sense, it comes down to the fact of, could Alucard basically dissuade Kuromo from continuing her assault? Or could Alucard just overwhelm her before she has a chance to do anything? Which, considering she can keep bringing in clones of herself, because believe me, Kuromo herself has proved to be utterly vicious. Even so much to the fact is when one of her started to kind of soften up in a sense, one of the clones just pulled her gun and shot her. Which also brings in another point as well. What would stop infighting because like, oh look, see, she gives on doing a fruitless cause. I'm not going to deal with this. Bye. Pretty much. That would be the, that would be pretty much the way of taking her down in a sense would be to get her to surrender. And in this case, if she if it proved to be that it just wasn't worth it in the end, she would give up. I've Especially since she had only one goal. And that is to kill the main protagonist of Data Live. I feel like Alucard would win just out of sheer... Alucard, I think, would win out of sheer fact that Kuromo could not kill him because she would try to mm-hmm. fast-forward time on him and he'd just go... What? You were expecting something different? (laughs) Basically. He is so durable, it's not even fair. Yeah, at that point, even if she tried to reverse time, how far back would she need to go? To very least of Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, because, (laughs) I mean, could we even say who Alucard really is in the terms of the anime? Really? If they couldn't tell by now. (laughs) I don't know. There could be people who don't know. But yeah, I feel like Alucard... I I think so. I think once Kurumo realizes there's really no way she's going to win this fight, at least easily... Yeah. She's just going to be like, alright, screw it. So I think, yeah, she's gone. Alucard moves on. Alright, who's our next round? So, this one you're going to have to give me a little bit of insight on, because I don't know this character. Okay. It is... It's The Thing versus Shinobi Kochi. Okay, we took a quick break for a second because I couldn't figure out who the heck he was talking about. And then we realized his phone auto-corrected the name. It's Kenobu Shobu. Yeah, it went to Shinobi Kochi. 
Shinobi Kochi. No, <laughs> Kenobu Shin- Shobu, mm-hmm. who is from Demon Slayer. And I like to call her the pressure point fighter because she wields a katana that has this massive amount of metal cut out from it mm-hmm. because it allows her for more precise strikes. And she likes to fight with poison, with insects, poison, and pressure point fighting. That's... So we're going to have to do a bit of a discussion, but I don't necessarily know this. So there's a thing is mostly rock for all intents and purposes. Yeah, the thing is mostly rock. So I guess it comes down to the point, does he still have his human pressure points and could her, could her sword pierce it? I actually get to go into a little bit of lore with Demon Slayer. I don't know what it's like for the insect way of breathing, mm-hmm. but I know that for the main character who had the water thing, one of his tests in order to pass mm-hmm. was to cut through solid boulders. And his boulder was much bigger than he was. And he cut straight through it like it was butter after that. But she doesn't fight like that. It's That's boar strength. Yeah. And that's the way of water. She fights more by weakening her opponent internally with poisons and all kinds of stuff. She basically fights like an insect. So here's the thing we got to ask then. If what you're saying about that sword is correct, and it's meant to be almost like a fillet weapon. Does that sound about fair? Yeah, it's kind of meant to be like that. It still has the sharp edge along the entire Mm -hmm. thing, but it has this huge part of the metal cut out to lighten it. Which kind of goes against her favor. Yeah, in this regard, especially for an enemy like this. Because all it'll take is a thing just to grab the thing. Ha. Just to grab the sword and then snap. Yeah, and even then, I don't... And then most, most demon hunters only carry, like, one sword with them. And... One or maybe two? And you also have to remember, the thing has gone up against really, really quick characters, too. Like, Quicksilver and... Iron Man who can go, like, what, Mach 12? Something like that. He can keep up with fighter jets. So I think... I think she's kind of screwed in this regard, because unless she could find a way to break through the rock, which I never saw her do in the show, I apologize, I have not seen the movie or the second season. Yeah, I don't... I mean, even realistically, I don't... Here's the other thing I don't know. I don't know if, technically speaking... The thing also has, I don't know if he has, technically has muscles. I'm guessing he does, because he can he still does uh, strength training, but I don't know if that's for the... Sh- I'm not sure if that helps with muscles, or the fact that he's just doing it for the sake of doing it. Nah, I guess they never explained that in the comics. They might have, I'm just not a big Fantastic Four person. But I think we're both in agreement here. The thing's going on. Yeah, the thing's going on. Alright, who's our next roundup? Match. We- so, this one you're also going to help me out a little bit here. We have Squirrel Girl versus Raftalia. Oh, boy. Okay, Raftalia is from the Rising of the Shield Hero, and she follows the main protagonist, who focuses on defense. She's his attacker. So, here's a question that we have to ask ourselves. She's part beast person, is the thing. So, what you're saying is, they would get along. Oh, big time. So what you're saying is Squirrel Girl is moving forward? Probably. If Squirrel Girl could manage to convince Raftalia, like, hey, I don't really want to fight you. <laughs> Listen, we. I'm glad you showed up. You're my new friend. Hey, would you mind if I take your place and go forward? Yeah. 
uh, that would pretty much be the thing. I mean, if they were forced to fight, I think even then, yeah. Raftalia is not going to be able to overwhelm her. She could get very close. Ish. Ish, if she could over, if she could get past the squirrels. She could get past the squirrels. The thing is, Squirrel also has enhanced dexterity, enhanced stamina, enhanced strength. So does she. Yeah, so it's... And she's all, and Squirrel Girl has a lot of experience with the Marvel Universe. The only thing Raftelia has experience in is taking on the waves, which is basically demonic creatures. Uh, yeah, I'm still going Squirrel Girl on this one. Yeah, I'm still going Squirrel Girl here. Raftelia got a really bad rap. Yeah, she got screwed. But I think before we move on, we should take break. Yeah, I think that's fair. Sorry for the long episode, folks. Oh, I don't think they mind all that much. We'll be right back after this message. And we're back. We're back. And we got one final drink to do before we continue on to the semifinals. So we have, what is this, Grinch Punch? This is called Grinch Punch. Alright, to make your own Grinch Punch, you are going to need a packet of Kool-Aid Lemon Lime Mix, water, ice, lemon lime soda, pineapple juice, vodka, ginger ale, lime wedges for ring, and red sanding sugar for rimming. Now the thing is, when we went to go get the ingredients for this... For some reason, our local store was completely out of lemon-lime Kool-Aid. That's weird. So we had to go with... The we had to go with the next best thing, which was the generic mm -hmm. lemon-lime. So it definitely didn't turn out the same. And it was those like little packets that you use for like water bottles as well. So we were kind of guessing on the amount. Yeah. This might be a little bit different than what they intended, but it's our best try. Yep. So three, three two, two, one... Oh, that's really good. That's a punch. That is definitely a punch. That red sanding sugar also helps. Oh yeah, it helps with the tart. Again, it's a it's a it's a typical punch. So I'm not going to be like singing its praises. No, it is a typical punch, but I might go back for some of this. Because <laughs> if you saw our Instagram post, follow us by the way on Instagram at Nerds in the Kitchens. Nerds in the Kitchens. You'll know we got more of this. <laughs> Let's go on to the semifinals. All right. This one is. I hate to say it, this is going to be an easy match. Oh, boy. All Might versus Alucard. Uh, yeah. All Might's fucked. All Might is all kinds of screwed. There is no way All Might can keep up with I mean, he might try to keep Alucard at bay, and he'll just go, oh, all right, boom. Well, the thing is, Alucard could more or less teleport, too, and that's the another issue, too. All it takes is just, like, one for him to grab All Might. And All Might's done. Mm-hmm. With all, especially if he has that, like, still has that going from. If you're talking prime, like, with a whole wound thing in his stomach. Yeah. Yeah, he. Yeah, All Might's fucked. All Might's screwed no matter what way you look at this. Alucard. Alucard, moves, Alucard moves on. Yep, Alucard is moving on, which leaves us now with the next semifinal The Thing and Squirrel Girl. This one's also technically easy. Yeah. That's going to Squirrel Girl, because let's be honest here, Squirrel Girl has beaten. Many a stronger people than the thing. Yeah. Although you give the thing kudos, he made it super far. He did. He made it really far. And now we go to the finals. Yeah, fucking hell. Squirrel Girl versus Alucard. This is gonna be a rough one. Because we know for a fact that a lot of the times Alucard's just screwing around. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing that here's the other thing. Squirrel Girl also has Meta Rider Victory. Meta Rider Victory. And 
in a sense, it just comes down to the fact of, could she kill Alucard? Or could she befriend him? Could... What? Think about it. She has beaten Galactus by being his friend. Alucard don't want friends. Are you sure? I mean, he made friends with, with you know, uh, what's her name? Oh, yes, with... With and what we can know with, oh, believe me, we all know what you call her, the mm-hmm. big booby police girl. <laughs> well, that's the other I thing. believe her name is Victoria. Something like that. And here's the other thing you also wonder, too. If she could talk to Alucard, because Alucard is a talker, could she also be like, hey, what's in this for you? Because he's part of the Helsing Corporation. He doesn't, he wants for nothing. So why would he even be in this tournament? Yeah, that's pretty much the thing, unless Integra basically ordered him, hey, win the tournament. And even then, she would not allow him to probably use any of his most super powerful crap. No, she wouldn't release his restraints, I don't think. But it's, I, I'm going to have to lean towards Squirrel Girl on this one, because... Meta power! <laughs> yeah, I hate to say it, because I think she could talk Alucard down. I mean, she might. She could definitely try. I think he'd just get bored after a while. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing. Is like, Alucard also was not really the type to go after innocence anymore. No, he's not. I mean, he he fucks around with Integra mm-hmm. and with Victoria. But he's but he's not out there being a murderous asshole. No, he's not a murderous asshole now. He he doesn't defend innocence, but he doesn't kill them. Yeah, so it's I I'm still leaning towards Squirrel Girl on this. I hate to say it. Yeah, it it just comes down to the fact of he would. Probably just try and shoot her, and maybe her dexterity, she could dodge it with her dexterity. Well, considering that she, like I said, she has beaten a bunch of the... Oh yeah, she's beaten much more faster opponents. Well, it's not even that, it's also the fact that she is also basically the, uh, how do I put this? You know all those, well, technically character, you know, people when it comes oh, to comic yeah. books, manga, etc.? She is the answer to all of that. <laughs> oh, well, technically. She's basically like, oh, what? Because it literally was, in one of the comics, Owatu the Watcher's like, oh, yeah, that is totally Dr. Doom. She totally beat Dr. Doom. That is not a Doom bot. Oh. <laughs> 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 right, was like, nope, that was Dr. Doom. <laughs> and so, it's, so she's basically the answer to that. So I feel like if we wanted to push that. Yeah, I guess that. Oh boy, yeah, she has Deadpool syndrome in this case. Mm-hmm. Except she's a better Deadpool in my mind. Yeah, I would actually agree with that. That is no offense to Deadpool. I love Deadpool. But she definitely has Deadpool syndrome in that regard, where she's meant to be a ridiculous character. She would definitely win this out just for the fact that she'd bore Alucard to death. And because Integra would just be like, nope, you're not releasing that final restraint. And it's also, again, I feel like she could also talk him down. She might try to, but or, especially during, especially with the fact that he would probably need to go completely serious to do it. Or he could, or Meta Powers called the creation, like, hey, do you mind? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She'd probably just call Integra. <laughs> just be like, hey, do you mind calling him off? Yeah, basically. Listen, I know a group called S.H.I.E.L.D. Have you heard of them? <laughs> I, could just, I could just see Integra going... I'm familiar. <laughs> I'm sure they'd be love to be friends with you if you, you know you just let this slide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's safe to say Squirrel Girl has taken this tournament. <laughs> Yay, Meta Power! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> More punch. 
when we were on break, we were looking at the semifinals, and I'm like, oh no. Oh no, I know how this is going to end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sadly, if this was abridged Alucard, things might be a little bit different. No, we're not going with the abridged version, we're going with original version. This is fun, we should do this more often. Oh, it is really fun, but we'll need to find some other, uh... Categories, I guess we should call yep. them. And I think we should also probably staple down some rules for later. Because let's be honest here, the only reason Squirrel Girl got as far as she did... Meta! Meta and writer's, and writer's powers, basically. I think if we had a joke list, yeah. Squirrel Girl would be right there. Yeah. I got nothing else. No, I think we're pretty much good here. And you know what? I will take that penalty shot. <laughs> because Either you way. were not expecting that? No, I I actually was like, Squirrel Girl's gonna make it up there, but it's all gonna depend on... Who can convince who? Who can convince who. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not gonna say I'm like I'm the greatest, you know, debater. I'm not a master debater. Ha-cha-cha. But, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it's one of those... There are some characters that you can be like, technically they're not godlike, but they're still... Stupidly overpowered in the right situations. Oh, yeah. So, I've been Dane. I've been Luke. Enjoy your drinks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 